Dang, today is a good episode. We're talking all things how to stop selling time for money, how to move out of the one-to-one selling uh, into group and leveraged products. And I share with you actually a few stories that I've never shared on the podcast. In fact, one of the biggest failures that I've had in a launch ever is what I share and the lessons that I learned from it. So let's get into this episode today talking about how to get you out of selling your time for money and into more leveraged products. You are listening to the Expert Edge Podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. Stop selling time for money. That is definitely a message that is out in the marketplace. Uh, It's been out there for a long time. Why? Why is this so important uh, for you as an expert to understand this? Well, first of all, obviously, uh, to... To, to be using your time all the time, uh, it can be exhausting. You know, if you're running a one-on-one coaching business, it's only one-on-one, uh, it's exhausting, it can be very overwhelming, and it's very capped as well. You know, you can only take on a certain amount of clients. I know for me, probably the most amount of clients I've ever had is about 15 one-on-one clients at a time. We were doing a coaching session every other week, And so it was like 30, 35 coaching sessions per month. And that was on top of everything else. That was when I was doing a lot more travel and speaking. I was speaking about five to six times a month and doing workshops and creating content and all the stuff, right? It was was a lot. Now, I do have to say that I also did enjoy it. I still really enjoyed doing uh, the manual one-on-one and and, uh, today's conversation Uh, I want you to see it in the right light. And the question I want to ask you right now is, it's not, it's, the question shouldn't be uh, something like, why have I not started one, um, uh, why have I not built a product that doesn't sell my time? The question should be, when is a good time to stop selling time for money? And because for me, there is a journey that you must go on as an expert. And I know for me, when I first started my coaching business, I did 50, it was 50 one-on-one coaching sessions for free just to get my reps in, just to get my confidence in, just to get um, familiar with working with a client. That was before I ever charged money. I did 50 free one-on-one coaching sessions. And so today's conversation, which is about getting leverage, it's about taking your, uh, taking your product offering to a whole new level other than just time for money. But I also want to say this with a caveat because the reason why people do well selling products that aren't time for money, like think an online course or a group coaching program or a mastermind. The reason why most of them, right, it's not going to be all of them, but the reason why most of them do really well at selling that is because they have a deep understanding about who they're selling it to. And I don't think you can sell a one-to-many product 
without that deep understanding. In fact, in today's conversation, I'm going to take you through what I call the market to message model. And we're going to be, I'm going to be taking that. It's a four-step process. I'll take you through that um, closer to the end of our conversation today. But that's a model that I teach in our Sell From Stage Elite program. Uh, when I take my clients, our members, through the process of really getting the right message and market match so that they can sell one-to-many products. Because many of our clients come in and and they usually are doing some one-on-one coaching, which I think is great. I think it's great to start there. But there is a desire to do more leverage work, like one-to-many and to have a mastermind, to have a group coaching, to have products, all that sort of stuff. So it's really good. But I want to give some context. And, and I know for me, when I started my coaching business, you know, doing products, doing online courses, doing uh, even doing webinars was very new, right? And obviously, that is a normal thing now to have a digital course or have some sort of like leverage product. But for me, this was very new. And I remember my first product that I ever created was at, at that time, my niche that I was in was in uh, career. So my niche was in helping people find a career they love and get promoted in a career they love. Uh, but I would say it was probably more the the first angle, which is like discovering who they are, discovering their gifts, their personality, their values, their strengths, and really creating a plan to build a to build a life that they love. And so from this work, from the coaching that I was doing in the career space, I created my first product. Now my first product, was a CD set. <laughs> it was literally a CD set. And uh, I had to get them manually burnt on, do you remember burning CDs? I had to get them manually, the audios manually burnt onto the CD. It was a five part CD set because each CD only held like about an hour and 10 minutes or something, right? And, uh, and then I had to get all the front, the front cover designed, uh, all the modules built out and all that sort of stuff. And so I built this CD set. Now, first of all, how I launched this CD set was I had a speaking opportunity. And at the speaking opportunity, it was about career. I was talking about career. And I pitched the beta version of this product. So I was like, I'm going to run five Zoom calls and we're going to go through these five modules and it's going to teach you how to uh, remake and recreate your career so that you love it more than ever before. And I didn't know the name of what I would call it or anything. It ended up being called the ultimate career makeover. It was so funny because just the other day I was going through my files and the photo of it came up. <laughs> you know, those, it's almost like on Facebook or I know it does it on like your iPhone and your iPad where it like shows the old photos and stuff. It just brings back so many memories. Uh, but that was my first product I ever created. I was really proud of it. But it was tough because it was a physical product. I had to lug it around everywhere that I went. Or if someone bought it online, I had to physically pack it, right? Because I, I didn't have the volume. I, I didn't have like a distribution house. I would, I would physically pack it. I had, I had stacks of the CDs in my back room and in my garage and stuff like that. Um, but I remember a moment that really stood out to me. It was a, I was actually speaking at a youth event so there was a large, uh, a large church in Australia at the time, and I was speaking at one of the youth, like uh, it was like kind of like a young adults event, right? 
and uh, I was speaking on career. So they asked me to come in and speak on career. And I had a friend and he was speaking on like building family values or something like that, right? Cre like, like creating a family before you've created it. It was kind of like people who are young, married and things like that. So he went and spoke at his event or his room or their like breakout sessions. And I went and spoke at my room. And at my room, at the end, I mentioned that I had a full program that helped people to implement everything I've talked about. And if they wanted to find out more about it, they could come up and uh, come up, have a conversation with me after. And, uh, and I was also doing a special uh, because it was a youth event. I was cutting the price by 50%. Right. So I'm doing like a hot special. Uh, at that event, I ended up selling, uh, it was about $3,800 worth of product. And at the time, I think I was selling it for like $197, right? So, you know, I sold like, you know, 10 or whatever, 20 products uh, to people. And I remember coming out of the room and my friend, he come out of, out of his room and he, and he was like, oh, how did your session go? And I said, oh, it was great, man. It was great. And I said, how did your session go? And he was like, Oh, it was just amazing. Like the response was great. People gave me so much encouragement. And, you know, like they were just loving it. And I was like, oh, that's so good. And then I and then I said, yeah, I I, I made about I think it was about four thousand, close to four thousand dollars actually. And he was like, you what? <laughs> he was like, what do you mean you made four thousand dollars or three thousand eight hundred? And I was like, oh yeah, like I've got a I've got a CD pack that um, I just mentioned at the end and, and uh, made, did like a special offer for them. And we sold close to $4,000. <laughs> and he's like looking at me, he's completely gobsmacked. Like, like he, is, he is like lost, is like a deer in headlights, right? And he's like, wait, hang on. I just spoke and got claps and you just spoke <laughs> and got claps and, and cash. And clients, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's that's what happened." <laughs> and uh, but I remember he was like so gobsmacked by this situation. And I remember for me, I because I'd been kind of making offers from stage for a little while. In fact, almost every time I spoke, I was trying to make some sort of offer. And this was like the seed of Sell from Stage Academy, our flagship program, and. At that event, I remember I made, yeah, made about $4,000. And what's cool is I could have made zero money, right? If I didn't make an offer. And then on top of that, I didn't have to do any extra work. So because they bought the CD pack, I had to do no extra work. And so what happened was I made $4,000 from a speech that I, I mean, I didn't get paid for the speech, right? It was just a free speech. And, but I would have not got paid. I would have got some nice boost to the ego, people encouraging me. But on top of that, I actually, I actually made money. And, and in my belief is I truly helped people as well because that product was a really good product. And it was at a great price, right? And when people pay for something, they become more committed to it. And so that was one of my first experiences of not selling time for money. Now, I think there's different ways to look at it. I think there are, there are things that you can sell that are like zero time for money. So think a digital course, right? It is zero time for money. Uh, software, like a SaaS software, templates, all of these are zero time for money. Now, on the as we go up the spectrum, 
there is leveraged time for money. And leveraged time for money are things like uh, it could be a workshop, right? If you sell, it could be an online workshop that you sell. It could be a, a group coaching program. It could be a mastermind. Anything where you are getting paid, it's for your time, but it's like leverage time, right? It's, it's time uh, squared instead of, you know, just time on time. And so my encouragement for you is to, first of all, not feel like you are behind if you haven't got this in place yet. That's my first encouragement for you because what I find is that people don't do the work, the manual work at the start to really understand their audience and what their message is about. And so they jump too quickly to something that is no time for money. And the problem with that is that sometimes the market message synergy, that match is not there. And the products move very slowly and they don't know how to actually increase that movement. And so for me, selling products that are not time for money, you, you have to really have two things. You have to have a deep understanding of your audience and you need to have a mechanism that, that is if effective at selling, selling it. And so for me, my mechanism that I encourage everyone to do, if they want to sell online courses, they want to sell group coaching programs, is to build a presentation that sells it, right? And that could be an automated presentation where you come, you come to a video. It's like obviously like a video presentation. It could be a webinar. It could be a live webinar. It could be, uh, it could be a virtual event, right? All of these are virtual and automated. And then also it's like build a live presentation if you want to get more speaking events or if you want to create your own small workshop or large workshop, whatever it is. If you run something like that, you will make money. You will just make money because people will resonate with you. They'll build trust with you and they'll want to work with you, right? But the thing is, is that you have to truly understand your audience and you have to have the right type of audience, which is what we're going to get into right now. So the caveat is, is that I think you should still have things in your business that are not time for, uh, are time for money. Okay, <laughs> I'm getting mixed up here. I think you should still have things in your business that are time for money. Just so you know, I have, one, I have a product offering in my business, which is private client work. Uh, I take on maximum about three private clients at a time. It's, it is, I'm, I'm not gonna say it's expensive, because I think the value, in fact, I know every person I've worked with has made well more than the investment. But the investment is significant, right? And the reason why I do, I do time for money work is a few reasons. One reason is I, I really enjoy working with people, right? The second reason is I've brought my... Uh, brought the number that I that I charge to do one-on-one -on -one work to a level that it's that it's like pretty much worth my time, right? It's worth my time. And so I want you to understand that you can still do time for money work and it be worth your time. But I I really think that once you've done enough time for money work, you need to move into no time for money, which is a digital course, or look at leverage time for money, which is a a group coaching program or a mastermind. Now, 
What would be the worst thing that could ever happen when you're launching a group coaching program? I want you to think about this for a second. What would be the worst thing that could ever happen? Would it be no one buying it? Or would it be one person buying a group coaching program? <laughs> it's the latter, right? It's not about not it's not about no one buying it. It's one person buying it. True story. My first group coaching program, which I launched uh, about six years ago, it was my first go at launching a group coaching program. I had one person join. <laughs> and all honest truth, I'm like, I'm going to deliver this and I'm just going to keep selling it and people will buy it eventually, right? I had no idea how to launch a group coaching program. I launched it, one person joined, and I'm running the monthly webinar, right? Because I was running like as a webinar format, a monthly webinar. And the guy, he's the one guy on the call and he turns up every single month and he's asking questions and things like that. Now, he doesn't know how many people are on the call, but he can probably get a sense of it. And I remember after about two months, <laughs> I went to him and I said, uh, his name's Ian. He's a legend. In fact, Ian is still in my group coaching program now, which, which doesn't have, have one person anymore. And by the way, it's a totally different program. I went to Ian. I said, hey, buddy, uh, I just want to let you know there's only one person in our group. <laughs> And that's you. And he said, he was like, I thought so. He was like, I thought, I didn't think there was that much interaction on the calls. I was like, yeah, I was kind of like, I'm trying to draw it out of you uh, mainly because you're the only person on the call. And we had a great chat. And then he ended up, in fact, we ended up doing some work together. We, I, I changed the group. I actually canceled that group coaching program. I was like, mate, I don't think I'm going to run that. I don't think I have the right angle. I don't think I have the right offer. So it didn't work. We ended up working together. And then I relaunched my group coaching program about a year later. And then I ended up getting 35 people join in the first opening of my new group coaching program, which is the one I'm still running now, right? And so the initial intake, we had 35 people join it, which is our self from stage elite program, which is our implementation program uh, for everything self from stage. And so he ended up joining that. He's still a member, like four years later or so, right? And so he's a legend. Shout out to you, Ian. So what I want you to know is that if you're scared about <laughs> launching it and worried about the mistakes, just know that I've done those things and I give you full permission to fall on your face and to recover, right? It, for me, it wasn't the end of my business. I was just like, okay, I've got the wrong message. I've got the wrong market. I've got the wrong direction. Now, I'm going to share with you a model that I teach inside of Self From Stage Elite that is called the market to message model. And what this does is it helps you to understand why a one-to-many product, whether that be a group product or whether that be a digital product, why it isn't selling, okay? Why it isn't selling and what you need to do about it. Now, there are four levels to this model. And this is going to help you to understand why something isn't selling. Now, the prerequisite for this model is to know that you have to have a deep understanding about who you're working with. And when I say who, I mean, in fact, there's a, there's a framework that we use in Self From Stage Academy 
under the audience is called the audience psychology map. And it looks at what are the desires of the audience? What are the dilemmas that they're facing? What is the uh, What are the challenges that they have? And then where are they like really stuck? It dives deep into the psychology of who your audience is. And it has a whole bunch of questions around it and so forth like that. So what I'm saying is understand your audience first. That's your market, your audience. Then we move into this market to message model. Okay, so the first level that people tend to start at is a broad message to a somewhat broad market. Now, this is bad. <laughs> what is it? It is bad. A broad message to a broad market is bad. That is literally like having a, you know, a blunt knife trying to cut through uh, watermelon. Like you're not going to get through it. It's going to be tough. You're going to have to like stab it and you know do all sorts of stuff. It's just not going to work, right? It's going to be messy. It's going to be terrible and a lot of hard work. So what I mean by that is I've seen people say that they are life coaches in the area of personal development, or they say, oh, I'm a life coach for mums. Still, that is really broad. Like mums? Like, I mean, we all love our mum, right? But but like that's so broad. We need to get really specific if you want to actually sell something. And so the first problem is you have a broad message to a broad market. So that could be maybe it's business growth for mums in business. Really broad, really broad message, business growth for mums in business. Still a broad message. You could say business growth for um yeah, uh, like business growth for uh, like new um, new business owners. New, it's still so broad. Like you might think it's narrow. No, it's it's not narrow at all. If if they can't instantly identify themselves and say that that is who I am, it's way too broad, right? So the, the first mistake that people make is they have a broad message to a broad market. And that for me was one of the main reasons why my first group coaching program didn't launch well. The next level is when you have a broad message to a narrow market. So a broad message to a narrow market. Now, uh, this could be good. This could be good. Actually, I'm going to flip this around. We're going to, I'm going to change this as I go. Uh, <laughs> level two is actually the other way. I want you to listen to this. Level two is a broad market and a narrow message. Now this for me is average. So broad message, broad market, bad, terrible. Broad market, so what I mean by a broad market, that could be, uh, you know, like you say, mums in business. It's a broad market with a narrow message and let's say you say mums in business, but you specifically build websites for them, or you, or no, you build funnels for mums in business. Okay, so now we're starting to get there. But for me, this is still average. This is still average. And the reason why I say it's average is uh, you want the audience to instantly hear what you have to say and go, "I need that, and that's who I am." But and they're kind of doing that here, but not fully. So I want you to think about your offering. Is it, is it a narrow message, but a broad market? For me, I used, to I used to teach presentation skills to everyone. 
that was like kind of a narrower message to a broad market. And to be honest, I struggled to sell it. I struggled to sell presentation skills to career oriented people because it was a narrower message to a broad market. So I feel like that is still really kind of bad. It's pretty average of a market to message match. The third level, now this gets a little bit better, is you can actually have a broader message to a very narrow market. Now, the reason why this is a little bit better than the, first, than the second one is because you can launch group coaching mastermind programs and products from this place. And so I'll give you an example. You can do business growth for photographers of boutique studios in the USA. Like it's, it's now that's probably, we can probably go narrower. It could be, it could be business growth for, uh, what's it called? Boudoir studios. <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. Um, boudoir studios uh, of, of photography studios in the US, or it could be globally, right? But it's like really specific. It could be um, uh, business growth for uh, children's photography studios. Okay. Another one, and this is actually comes from one of my clients. He does mental health, which is quite a broad topic, specifically for dentists. Now, because he specifically did that for dentists, I, uh, he followed Self From Stage formula and he'd, he'd been running some webinars and the most he'd made was a couple of thousand dollars. Now, what happened was he followed Self From Stage formula. He did, his, he did his first webinar using the formula, but got really specific on who it was. And it was for dentists. He's actually a dentist, but it was mental health for dentists. He did over $100,000 in product sales as a $1,000 course. He shared this testimonial just recently, um, which is why I have permission to share it. Um, and he did over $100,000 in sales in selling an online course for dentists in mental health, right? And so the reason why this works is it's a very specific market. And so one of the biggest mistakes you can make in trying to get a leveraged product launched or a, or a zero time for money, like a, like a digital course, is not having a narrow enough market. So this is good, right? This is a good level. The next level is the great level. This is the greatest level you can be at, which is you have a narrow message to a narrow market. Now, I will say, I will say with this caveat, Masterminds and group coaching programs can work really well at that third level, which is the broad message to narrow market. So if you choose a very specific market, so for us, our market is course creators and coaches and speakers. Like it's like that expert market, right? So it's a somewhat narrow market. And we have a, I mean, I feel like we still have a pretty narrow message. So we're at the top level of this model. Um, but, you, but you could do business growth for coaches, right? But, but for me, I feel like you get more traction when you get a narrow, narrow. So for us in, our, in Self From Stage, so Self From Stage Academy teaches uh, how to build high converting presentations for coaches and course creators. So think about how specific that is. It's how to build a high converting presentation, right? For an online presentation or an offline presentation 
specifically for coaches and course creators. It's very specific on who it's for and what it does. And because of that, if someone comes across it like yourself and you hear that and you're like, I want to build a high converting presentation to sell my stuff and I'm a coach and I'm a course or a course creator, right? And so you identify with who, it, who you are and then it's a narrow message and it gives a specific outcome. That makes products move, by the way. And so the more specific you can get with the narrow message, narrow market, this will create great, great results. So for example, instead of saying that you do, that you do um, maybe business growth for real estate professionals, you say, I, I teach sales skills to real estate professionals. So sales skills to real estate professionals, really, sp it's a specific somewhat specific, I will say, it's still a little bit broad, but it's somewhat specific message to a narrow market. Okay. So narrow message, narrow market. You Maybe you, maybe you teach, maybe it could be how to generate, um, how to generate leads uh, for how to generate luxury market leads as a real estate professional. Like that's really specific with a specific market. That thing would sell. Because a real estate agent who knows they want to get into luxury market will go, that's what I need. That's a specific thing that I need. Does this make sense? So hopefully you've followed in this process. <laughs> I hope you have. This is the market to message model. And I want you to think about in your mind where you are at in this journey. Are you in the broad broad? Are you in the broad market with a narrow message? Are you in a broad message with a narrow market? Or are you in a narrow, narrow? So narrow market, narrow message. And you want to get up that that um, pyramid. Uh, it's not a, I mean, it's not a pyramid scheme, but you you want to get up that ladder, we could say, uh, so that you can get closer to the top. Because at the top, I like a pyramid. Because at the top, it's sharper, right? It's a lot sharper at the top, and when it's sharper, it has more cut through in your marketing and in your messaging. So that will make a product like an online course or a group coaching program or a mastermind that will make it sell. And so we've talked today about the idea of stopping selling time for money, that first of all, it's okay to sell a bit of time for money to get to know your market. And then you want to build some sort of online course, some sort of online product or group experience that will help you to have leverage time for money or zero time for money, which is even better, right? But it's just a different way of delivery. And then we talked about the market to message model. Hey, if this has been useful, could you do me a favor? If you haven't left a review yet of the podcast, uh, especially on Apple iTunes, go down to the bottom, leave a written review about what you got out of this podcast and if you send a screenshot of that to me on my Instagram, which is just at Colin Boyd, I will give you access to a course that we normally sell for $197 completely for free. Just send me the, send me the screenshot that you, that you uh, took it of it. If, and also extra bonus points if you share it in your stories and just tag me. Uh, but send it to my DMs and I'll give you access to a course that we normally sell. Uh, just completely for free. Hey, I trust this has been valuable. I'm looking forward to continuing to serving you in 2024. We're onwards and upwards. We're going to keep building. And uh, I'm just very grateful for you being a part of our community. And if you haven't yet checked out our conversion story formula, that's the first point of call for people to check out stuff that we do 
at a paid level. And when I say paid level, it's literally the price of a few tacos or at least tacos in California. Uh, and go and check that out, which is conversionstoryformula.com. We had over 5,000 people join uh, over the last 12 months. I'm very grateful for that. And the feedback has just been overwhelming how amazing the feedback has been. And so I would love to help you to build a story that converts, which is part of your message. It's part of the thing that we talked about today. So I trust this has been helpful. Leave a review. Come and join me inside the Conversion Story Formula. And we will talk to you really soon. Bye for now. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step -step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.